0: when ceos describe what they want most in people they hire they consistently talk about honesty and integrity among the leadership competencies that we measure honesty and integrity have consistently received high scores putting them at the first or second position in comparison to everything else in this episode we'll unravel the real harm of our seemingly insignificant lies and the advantages we can experience from communicating honestly. Welcome to The 90th Percentile, an unconventional leadership podcast by Zanger Folkman. Each week, using research from over 1.5 million global assessments of leaders, we analyze different leadership traits, trends, and what it really takes for leaders to get to the 90th percentile. I'm Brianna Corrin and joining me today is my friend and leadership guru, Jack Sanger. So Jack, this episode is about honesty. I feel like I have free reign to ask any question and get a completely honest answer. So here I go. <laughs> <laughs> How many grandchildren do you have and do you buy them all Christmas presents? <laughs>
1: So for the benefit of the people listening to this podcast, uh, ours is a combined family. I had six children. My wife had four. So it's a combined group. And the answer to your question is we have 37 grandchildren. And the answer to your question about buying them Christmas presents is, no, we don't buy an individual separate present for each child. What we've done is to say our gift to you is every year or so we take them all to some nice place like Cancun or Costa Rica or someplace. That's our present to them. And they've kind of, they're they're very much at peace with that that solution. (laughs) I I would be too, (laughs) definitely.
0: Okay. Well, my next question is a little more on topic. Uh, When you and Joe were creating the Extraordinary Leader Assessment um, for our flagship program, the first version had 16 differentiating competencies meaning that these were the behaviors that really defined great leaders, which is why you wanted to measure them. And one of those competencies in there was honesty and integrity. So why why did you include that behavior and how, how do you even accurately assess honesty? Because it seems like a very sensitive thing to rate people on and, and even rate yourself on.
1: You know, Brie, I concur. Uh- but when senior executives are asked in the most casual conversation, what they most value in a subordinate, the most frequent answer is honesty or integrity. Hmm. And because of the consistency of this, we planted character or honesty and integrity squarely at the heart of our model. When we have discussed this model with countless groups of corporate leaders, no one has ever questioned the logic or the wisdom of that decision given that we might assume that senior executives had some relatively clear definitions and accurate ways of measuring this extremely important leadership quality you would also assume that they hold everyone in the organization themselves included to a very high standard on this leadership competency we've noticed however that As we have now data on tens of thousands of leaders, a puzzling phenomenon emerges about the evaluation of honesty, while the scores from peers and from direct reports or subordinates are extremely close an interesting phenomenon occurs with the self scores and the managers scores. We found that more than 80% of the time leaders rate themselves between a four and a five on a five point scale on character. Only 17.5% of the time do we see a three, which is designed to, you know, it's defined as a good performance, competent, what you'd expect from someone in that position. Only 2.5% of the time do we see leaders score themselves with a two, meaning kind of inconsistent behavior or needs some improvement. And we've rarely seen a leader report himself or herself as a one signifying poor performance where character is concerned. Almost everyone seems to believe I'm extremely ethical and honest.
0: Yeah, and I think the word there is extremely ethical. Like I'm a five, I'm the best at this, I'm all the time. But the reality and, and even research that has been done has shown that most people lie two to four times a day. And maybe it's because we believe that the lies we tell are okay because most of them are like pro social meaning we tell them to benefit others like oh no your presentation looks awesome you're going to do great even though we don't really feel that way but we just don't want to crush someone's confidence or you know we pretend that we listen read or or watch certain things that our coworkers would approve of and think better of us for watching and not actually admitting to binging CW shows as an adult but what about the ratings that other people give their coworkers on honesty I would think that it would be uncommon to see really low ratings from managers, peers or others as well.
1: Yes, bosses generally rate their subordinate managers even more highly on honesty and integrity than do the peers and the direct reports of those same managers, suggesting that as leaders look at the level below them in the hierarchy, they are quite comfortable. what they see happening
0: so those working directly with the individual day-to-day probably they see more discrepancies in character than a manager might so keith levitt an ethics researcher and associate professor at oregon state university has found that workplace lies are often related to protecting our identity whether we define ourselves through our achievements through the roles in which we serve others or through belonging to a certain group when we communicate we want to bring our best selves forward we don't want to be too vulnerable um in a recent interview with adam grant Breen brown explained in such a great way that vulnerability doesn't mean that you have to share everything about yourself to gain someone's trust she expressed that some of the most vulnerable and authentic leaders she's had the pleasure of working with personally disclose very little you can be honest you know by admitting you're having a hard time or that something is difficult but you don't have to say all the reasons why or what it is Jack do you think a lot of our honesty comes down to our character or is it like through our communication skills
1: I had an experience that gave me a whole new perspective on this important leadership attribute. It caused me to conclude that we could be doing a great deal better. My son was diagnosed with stomach cancer a few years ago. He was a practicing physician. He specialized in pulmonary diseases. The particular cancer that he had was not common, and the optimum treatment was unclear to his physicians. He went through extensive chemotherapy, radiation therapy, surgery to remove half of his stomach, and then a bone marrow transplant. At the conclusion of all these treatments, they did a CAT scan, found no trace of cancer cells. So along with his physicians, his family and friends, we were all hoping for a complete cure of this dreaded disease. On Easter Sunday of that year, his condition took a sudden turn for worse. Uh, He was admitted to the hospital that day where they began conducting extensive tests. The following day, I and other family members were in the room with him when his oncologist came in to review the results of all of these diagnostic procedures. What then transpired was an incredibly honest presentation of the facts. The tests had revealed that the cancer had returned with an astonishing vengeance and now filled his entire abdominal cavity. The liver and kidneys were now totally overtaken with cancer. Blood tests painted an equally bleak picture. At the end of this recital of the test results, the oncologist, who happened to be a very good personal friend, asked my son if he understood. In a matter of fact, my son said, yes, this means I'm going to die. I sat there thinking about many business leaders whom I've known through the years who could not muster up the courage to tell a colleague about the negative consequences of their behavior. And those conversations were about minor blips in someone's career. And this conversation was about the biggest issue one could imagine, that of life and death. You know, I thought to myself, we have a great deal to learn from our colleagues in other professions. This physician had been compassionate in the delivery of his message, but he did not sugarcoat anything. The patient deserved to know the truth, as did the entire family. The physician presented honestly all of the facts and their consequences. Two days later, with all of us at his bedside, my son passed away. There are no words that adequately describe that event and the emotions that came gushing up in all of us. But words are not also adequate to describe my admiration for the doctor who courageously delivered a message that was obviously not one that any caring physician wants to convey.
0: That story is is both powerful and heartbreaking. I know it's been a while since he passed, but loss is always difficult. Thanks for sharing that experience. I mean, we can all learn a lot from. So I I have one last question for you. Um, Some people believe that their honesty won't be rewarded, that if they admit they're weak or they messed up or that they're not the brilliant person others believe them to be, that their career will suffer as a result of that. So what are the real benefits of being more honest?
1: In our research on this leadership quality of integrity, it paints an interesting picture We found that leaders who received high scores on honesty and integrity also received high scores on the following five behaviors. Number one, being approachable. Number two, acting with humility. Number three, listening with great intensity. Number four, making decisions carefully. And last, uh, acting assertively. You know, the first four of those portray someone who treats others with great respect. They are not in the mold of the leader who smiles up and kicks down, (laughs) nor are they among the haughty leaders who put themselves into a different category and feel that they need not play by the rules that govern the rest of us. As I observed the oncologist talking with my son, he displayed each of those characteristics. But the final item, acting assertively, is a fascinating one. Most people would not immediately think of assertiveness going hand in hand with honesty and integrity. However, if the oncologist attending to my son had not been reasonably assertive, he could have and would have ducked that extremely difficult conversation that the patient deserved to have. Assertiveness is the engine that in large part drives integrity. One of the fundamental principles of good leadership is the willingness to treat others with respect. Our ability and courage to speak honestly with one another is most certainly at the heart of treating one another with respect.
0: The 90th percentile on Unconventional Leadership Podcast was written and recorded by Brianna O'Corrin and Jack Sanger. And produced by Zanger Folkman. If you're interested in learning more about Zanger Folkman's award-winning 360-degree assessments, leadership, and coaching offerings, or would like to attend our monthly leadership webinar series hosted by Jack Zanger and Joe Folkman, visit our website at ZangerFolkman.com. If you like our podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and be sure to leave us a nice review. All resources and links to the research referenced in this episode can be found in the episode details or on our podcast page on SangerFolkman.com.